Yo, yo, this is Joey Two Wallets, and thank you for letting me break into y'all phone, and this is In the Car with Joey Two Wallets. So, today's episode, this is the top three NFL rumors that I'm starting, and that should probably happen, and then I'm going to add a fourth on the end just because I was talking about it earlier in the season, but... Rumor number one is the one I'm going to add on. I don't think it'll happen, but it would be a really, really good rumor if it happened. The Chicago Bears. Now, I talked about this because the money made sense during the season. I am real dead on serious. How did Eli Manning not end up in a Chicago Bears uniform this past season? Like that, seriously. They needed a veteran, stable quarterback who could throw the ball outside and be more consistent in the pocket. I mean, it was a match made in heaven that never happened. I want to know why it never happened. Like, did did Chicago really think that Mitchell Trubisky was just going to be great after one good game against Chicago? I mean, one good game against Dallas? I mean... I'm trying to figure out, he had one good game against New England last year passing the ball. Actually, I take that back. He had a few good games last year, more than a few. But this year, it just didn't make no sense. Your exact cap room that you had and you needed a spark on offense, you had a million plus over Eli Manning's contract, which you would have traded for, which would have been done anyway. I'm still trying to figure out how that trade didn't happen. And that's the shortest one. <laughs> like I said, these are the top three NFL rumors I am starting. And this is Joey Tubalots. I'll be right back. guys welcome this is joey two wallets and i am back this is the first of the three the last part was just because i had to get it out the way just like i was telling y'all on youtube i really honestly felt like that eli should have been but the number one nfl rumor that should happen that most likely won't happen jerry jones could be looking to buy an nba team and fire himself at the g as a gm for the dallas cowboys now, this mostly goes to all the Dallas Cowboy haters and all the Dallas Cowboy lovers who are just sick of Jerry Jones being on TV all the time and probably Jason Garrett, too, for getting fired. Now, one, did Jason Garrett deserve to get fired? Yes, he deserved to get fired. I'm not sure if he should have been fired after his second year, like Skip Bayless said, but I think the year before Eli got here, not Eli. I think the year before Elliot got there, they probably should have changed it up. But 
I mean, at the same time, if they were to change up coaches, they better they might have never realized what a talent Dak Prescott was. Because people don't remember. Okay, the year he got hurt, Tony Romo got there, right? If that's the year, the year Tony Romo got hurt, if they would let him go then, Jason Garrett, we might not have ever found out about Dak. And I think Dak is, excuse me, excuse me. I think Dak is much better than people giving him credit for. Um, so yeah, you guys, let me know how you guys feel about Jerry Jones firing himself at the GM and buying the New Orleans Pelicans from the NBA. I mean, <laughs> like I said, I, I just I chose a team that could use his money and and influence and the team that needs his money and influence. The New Orleans Pelicans needs Jerry Jones, not the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. Look, I look. I believe that Jerry Jones is actually doing a good job as the general manager. I just think he's doing a bad job as a meddling owner. Like, if you want to meddle, do it behind the scenes, you know, like like the Bengals owner. He's cheap. You never hear about him until draft time because you know he ain't going to spend no money. I mean, come on. Like, seriously. All right. You guys, hello, this is Joey Two Wallets. Welcome back. All right. This, this one. Now, this is a good one. Now, you guys might be, y'all might, y'all, look, I am not a New England Patriots fan. But I'm here to tell you right now. Matter of fact, let me stop this. Sorry, guys, I'm trying to figure out how to record on YouTube while I'm doing my in the car with Joey two outs at the same time. And I'm just not feeling the live video. I'm just not feeling the live video when I'm on YouTube. So let me see if I can go ahead. Bam. Hey guys, what's up? This is Joey two wallets. I'm recording in the car with Joey two wallets. I figured let's get something going so I can post to YouTube. I was just on YouTube live. It didn't really work all that well. So, I want to start recording and I'll post to YouTube later. Like I said, I'm new at this, but I'm true to this. I just need to get more product out there. More content for you guys to listen to. So, right now, I already talked about Eli Manning. Should have gone to the Bears and possibly should still go to the Bears. And then I talked about Jerry Jones firing himself as a GM and basically not trading himself. But... Oh, I'm sorry. Firing himself as a GM and then purchasing the New Orleans Pelicans from the NBA because they need they they need a they need they need something. New Orleans other than Lonzo Ball and that kid uh, Zion, the Pelicans need something. Like they like they really do. 
Um, the next one I'm going to talk about, this personal part is for all you Patriot fans. Now, I want you to listen to how I wrote it down because this is as straightforward as it's going to get. The Patriots will trade for or sign A.J. Green and sign Amari Cooper in free agency for Brady and Josh McDaniels. Notice I did not say for Belichick. The reason why I did not say for Belichick is because I don't believe Belichick will have anything to do with these two signings. I honestly believe it's going to have everything to do with Kraft. I think Kraft is going to meddle and he's going to th get these two guys to try and come in here with Brady. Oh, and, and spoiler alert, the dynasty's not over, you guys. We keep talking about old school football when it comes to the Tennessee Titans in the postseason, but we got to realize that old school football does work. Guess what? Tom Brady's an old school quarterback in a new school game, and his style still works. It's not like he fell off a cliff. It's not like he was terrible. Believe me, I would love to say that, but Tom Brady was terrible. Tom Brady was an average statistical quarterback at 40-something years old. How else do you expect a 40-year-old to do in this day and age, man? Like I said, I am not picking up for Tom Brady. I am a hater of Tom Brady, but I keep it 100 real. It's in New England's best interest with the lack of talent surrounding that team to keep Tom Brady, keep Josh McDaniels. I'm going to tell you right now, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick don't work without Josh McDaniels right now as constituted. If Tom Brady were 10 years younger, I would say, yeah, bring any old offensive coordinator in there. Sorry about that, guys. I would say, yeah, bring any old offensive coordinator in there. Not a problem. But at his age, Josh McDaniels is more valuable to, to New England than any other franchise as of right now. I Look, I am a fan of Josh McDaniels. I'm telling you right now, if this happened, okay, if Josh McDaniels, Todd Haley, and Jim Schwartz could all be the one, two, and three, I could almost guarantee a playoff team every single year. The most underrated offensive coordinator to me around, people don't realize that Todd Haley nearly single-handedly resurrected Big Ben's career Okay, when he stepped back into Pittsburgh after Bruce Arians left. Because after Bruce Arians left, Big Ben looked like trash. That goes for y'all on YouTube too. Y'all seeing me say it and y'all y'all can hear me say it on Anchor. Oh yeah, on Anchor. Come on y'all, stop in, get your podcast on Anchor. Um... Like I said, the reason why I didn't bring Belichick up is because I believe his hand is going to be forced. I'm almost, I, I put it right, look, I put 19% chance of this happening. The reason why I put 19 wasn't because of A.J. Green. I see A.J. Green becoming a Patriot. Like, I see that happening 
like 99%. What I don't see is A.J. Green and Amari Cooper. But that's why it's a rumor because, man, if Amari Cooper, with his route running skills, took over for the Vandal, <laughs> well, what's his name? Uh, let's see, he'd be dropping passes. Um, I forget his name because I really feel as if everybody be like, yeah, he was better than Wes Welker. Julian Edelman is not better than Wes Welker. I, 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 I want to keep that clear. He was younger than Wes Welker. He's not better than Wes Welker. So all you guys need to get that out your head. So, if you got Amari Cooper to take over for Julian, uh, ooh, Julian Edelman, and then you get A.J. Green to do Randy Moss type stuff, even though he's not a Randy Moss, but he'd be the most athletic receiver they have had since Randy Moss. I think you would pretty much pencil them at 13 games again. Because I'm going to tell you right now, this is exactly what New England's going to do. In the first or second round, they're going to do what they always do. We're going to draft an offensive lineman for Tom Brady. They do it every single year like clockwork. Look back. I, I Look, I ain't even got to look it up. Matter of fact, the first three rounds, an offensive lineman is always drafted for New England. And... Anytime they find a very large human being, they say, hey, get that big, large human being, a defensive tackle, and stick him right there in the middle. That's how they operate. And you can't blame them. Because when you have a very large defensive tackle slash nose tackle, you can run multiple defenses. And guess what Bill Belichick does, what people don't realize? This is why I've always considered him a genius, is because his defensive schemes... Are multiple, are are multiple in in mental task, and what I mean by that is, he puts many people in many different spots, whether they have played that particular position or not. He has a team full of ATHs for those of you guys who follow college football. He has a defense full of ATHs. There's not one guy that can't play more than one position, except for one position. And that's the nose tackle, defensive tackle. And for those of you guys who play football, you guys know the difference. He goes, follow football, go on your Madden, find out what the difference is, okay? This guy is genius. He gets the absolute most hustler types, drafts them for his defense, and then says, oh, okay, Tom Brady got the rest of the offense. I ain't got to worry. And Josh McDaniels is going to cover his back, which he always does. And everybody likes to account Bill Belichick's genius. Well, he's done this for years before Josh McDaniels. You're right. But do people not realize that he's building his defense around his offenses? Like, dead serious. Notice every time the offense is lacking, the defense is way better. And notice every time the defense is the offense is great, the defense is not as skilled in the secondary, but the line is always great. There's always something to say about it when Bill Belichick is building a team for the next year because he doesn't say, oh, I'm going to draft a player, worry about 10 years. No. He drafts players just like free agents. I want to draft guys 
that I'm going to use year one. And that's what he does. And I love that about Bill Belichick that nobody else seems to pay attention to. Like I said, I cannot stand the Patriots. I more than respect Bill Belichick. Okay. And I'm going to pause for a minute and take a break. And then we're going to talk about if this, if, if this next one doesn't happen, I would honestly be shocked. Um, you, you, and most of you will disagree. And then you guys will think about it. Well, oh, wait, that makes a lot of sense. But I'll be back. Give me a minute. Let me pause here on YouTube and let me get back here. I'll be back, folks. guys welcome back to podcast and youtube simultaneously hope you guys are doing well hope you guys are enjoying this uh conversation so far all right my last rumors that i am starting for today to me this just makes so much sense i all right i'll put it to you like this if this one is not considered, don't know if it'll happen, but if it's not considered, I'd be 100% shocked. So I guess the question is, is who's your number one pick this year and to what team? And what I mean by that is, is and I wrote it down, I wrote it down, you know, so you guys can really get it. Because I didn't want to forget it when it popped in my head. I was like, oh, I want to start that rumor. I really want to start that rumor. Cincinnati Bengals. You guys are not known for grooming great teams, building good product. I notice when you guys are good is because you guys have established skill sets. There's one team. And I as soon as and as soon as I heard what happened with the Carolina Panthers just recently, I thought, oh my gosh, if this is not like the most obvious thing in the world, LSU's offensive coordinator just signed with the Carolina Panthers. I didn't look for how long. I didn't care. My mind immediately went to Oh my gosh. Joe Burrow is going to find his way into Carolina. How does Carolina get to the first pick? Well, if you give up a first pick, you're normally going to get a first pick plus. You have the cap room. You have an offensive line. And you guys, the Cincinnati Bengals have one of the most underrated running backs in the NFL. 
and he's crazy, which some reason Cincinnati likes crazy players. But that's cool. Joe Mixon, next year's fantasy, you're mine, bro. Especially, especially if you guys trade for Cam Newton and get a first-round pick for this year and next year. Can you guys imagine a healthy, refurbished Cam Newton with that offense? Now, I know people are going to say, but wait, Cam Newton's a runner. He's not a thrower. Cam Newton's one great season, he rushed the least amount of carries in his career, and he did more throwing outside the numbers and was accurate at it. Sorry, I hit my Christmas tree. And he was accurate at it. That's the one year I'm like, wow. If Cam Newton does anything close to that, he's great. But guess what? Cam Newton's always hurt because Carolina's using him like a daggone running back. Yes, he's bigger than Brandon Jacobs was. Brandon Jacobs was. I get that. Stop doing that to the man. If y'all call him a quarterback and y'all say he's that great, right? Let him act like one. I'm dead serious. Let him act like one. Cam Newton of Cincinnati with Joe Mixon. A.J. Green's going to leave. But look at the talent at wide receiver. They got Ross. They got a tight end who's just as talented as Greg Olson. They got a better offensive line in Carolina. I honestly believe it. It seems so simple for somebody in the realm of the NFL to have thought this up already after that signing that I have heard. I, I, I cannot be the only one. And again, I just realized there's three people I really don't like that's surrounding my rumors. Like, all right, I'm not a Jerry Jones fan, but I madly respect Jerry Jones. I do not like Tom Brady. I do not like the Patriots. I like Bill Belichick. I really do. I am not a fan, fan of Cam Newton for everything I just told y'all. I'm sick of seeing that dude run like a running back. It'd be different if you're a Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers. Guess what? Slide! Dive! Something! Cam Newton likes to run through people like he's a bulldozer. Cam, you're not going to survive at quarterback playing like that. You're not. It's not physically possible. You run into enough brick walls enough with padding on, guess what? Your body's going to take damage. You're always hurt. And I guarantee you, if you start doing it like the other quarterbacks, don't do it like Lamar. Don't do it like Lamar. Because, look, Lamar's never been hurt. But if he keeps running like that, he could find himself getting hurt. There's a higher percentage of him getting hurt playing the way he's playing than it was if he were more pocket present aware. If his, if his pocket presence were more up to par. And if he were, look, when it comes to Lamar Jackson, straight up, if he were a better passer outside the numbers, this would not this would not be a problem with Lamar Jackson running like this. He's never thrown well outside. He has a tendency to stare down receivers. I said this when I watched that 
man, to me, that was one of the top 10 games in history to see Clemson and, you know, but like getting back on topic, Cam Newton, stop doing you and do something different. Just please trust me. Just dude, you have the arm and you have the proper futuristic footwork to be a good quarterback. He doesn't throw from the hips like a traditional quarterback. He turns kind of like Aaron Rodgers does with his body. Uh, if, if you see Cam Newton throw the football in the middle of the field, it's really obvious. If you see him throw to the sideline, it's kind of old school. I don't get how Aaron Rodgers is the only one who's kind of figured that out. Um... Joe Burrow throws new school though. He throw if y'all watch him throw, it's like from year from last year to this year, Joe Burrow's throwing is completely different. But has anybody picked up that he looks just like Aaron Rodgers when he releases the ball? I'm not saying that that dude is Aaron Rodgers. I'm just, when he releases the ball, his body makes the same movements that Aaron Rodgers does. I just want to make that clear. He's not Aaron Rodgers. I don't even think he's going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. I believe in Tua. I believe in Tua. So again, rumor I'm talking about, Cam Newton and the first round pick for this year and next year go to Cincinnati for Joe Burrow at one, and then... They dropped down, and guess what? They ended up getting a quarterback anyway. So it just depends on which one. Uh, let's see. Oh, yes. Okay. So you can follow us on uh, Sports Daddy TV on Apple Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Sports Daddy TV on Facebook. We write blogs. We sing songs. We play golf. We bowl. We do everything with our families between the four of us. Um, we got Chris 10, we got the German, we got Big Chief Daddy, and of course you got me, Joey Two Wallets. Don't forget to watch an episode just dropped of the Bro Migos on YouTube. Come holla at us, you guys. We got good content. We got all five sports. Hey, look, okay, my specialty is football, basketball, and I want to say lacrosse, but I haven't watched it for a while. But I love the big three. I love the big three. I'm going to have some new big three stuff coming out, you guys. And Big Chief Daddy, if there's anything you want to know about baseball or anything you really should know about baseball, hit up Big Chief Daddy. And also the chairman, if I'm not mistaken, the chairman's a baseball whiz as well. And Chris Chen, I hear Chris Chen. I heard that dude, that dude knows his football. Um, so come holla at us. Come holla at the four of us on Sports Daddy TV. I, there's Apple Podcasts. There's Anchor. There's YouTube. There's Google Podcast. Oh, man. We're, we're on so many publications right now. We're getting stuff out there, guys. We're we getting big out here, y'all. Come and join us. Come join us. And as I always say on the end of my show... Thank you for letting me break up out your phones. Peace.
Peace out on YouTube. And holla at me, everybody here on Anchor Podcast. Have a blessed day.